Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, what's up? Hey, well, guess what I did tonight? My first book thing book signing and they were so nice seriously if you live in Manhattan Beach go to Pages Pages a bookstore they were so nice it was the coolest place one of the owners was there her son one of the other employees the manager they were all super nice I never even really understood like like bookstores Bookstores are really cool. <laughs> no, I know that sounds stupid to say that, but, you know, like, if you live in Manhattan Beach, you should go by there because it's a really cool bookstore. I mean, I'm an author now. <laughs> so I should be taken very seriously. It's not a joke anymore, people. Some people think I should start wearing a special jacket when I'm out that authors wear. You probably don't even know about those jackets, but they are jackets that authors wear i mean we're like uh the maestro the symphony you know it's like oh author todd like when i go to a restaurant now author todd glass your table's ready author todd glass all right this is just supposed to be the opening i was a little nervous doing the book signing tonight i really was to george carlin i've never done it i don't know what to do i walk in there was a podium i got all nervous of course i you know stood behind it for an hour um, but they were super nice there. Pages. Mm-hmm. It's in Manhattan Beach. 904 Manhattan Beach Avenue. Manhattan Avenue. 904 Manhattan Avenue. Great commercial. I can't even get the address right. Jesus. All right. Today's show was Ron Funches, who was on the new show, Undateable. Undateables. I think it's called Lunchables. I don't really do my homework. Ron Funches, um, I'm not lying. I've, I, I've always thought Ron was funny. 
I did. It doesn't take a lot to figure out he's funny. You see him one time, you're like, this guy's funny. But what I loved about him even more was, and I almost didn't even let him weigh in because I figured nobody wants to, was the beginning part of the show when we're talking about, you know, the, the what I call the serious part. He was great. I want to have a serious show just talking about serious stuff with him. I bet he could help get some of the thoughts out of my head and clean them up. He's very good at that. So anyway, Ron Funches... He's great. I love him. What a great fucking energy. I said fucking because that's right. I'm cool. And cool people curse. And you know it. You want to hear what someone sounds like when they curse in French? I know it's not very mature, but I'm sitting next to someone and they're French. Uh, tell someone, say, go fuck yourself. And don't overdo it. Your normal voice. Va te faire foutre. See? Va te faire foutre. Vavavute! Alright, listen. Uh, I want you, I want to tell you something, folks, and it's very serious, and I don't mean to make light of this. Tonight at approximately, I started a, they started a PayPal account because I want money. I want a lot of money. I've been tweeting it. You can go to the PayPal account, and now you just, before it was for the podcast, it's not for the podcast. It's just because I want money. What I'm going to do for this money that you're going to give me, well, I don't care if you give $20. Give a dollar. Give a nickel. Don't give a nickel. Nobody likes a nickel. Anyway, is I'm going to tell you on Twitter how much money I've made. It's going to be fun. Like Monday morning rolls around. You're going to be like, I wonder how much Todd made. Go to the, I'll tweet it out. Guys, I'm up to 1000 I'm up to 2000 and I made you one promise. I will give none of this money to charity. I will keep it, and I will just spend it. I really do love money. And I never talked about it before. I've always kept it a secret. <laughs> this opening is way too long. But I'm in a good mood. And Ron Funches is our guest. And I already mentioned that. Well, in case Ron listens to the opening, you know, be like, geez, you really didn't mention my name enough. Because that's one thing he did call me about. He goes, I'll do that show, but you better... Like he said, I want you to talk bad about the other guests. He wants me to say shit like, Paul F. Tompkins ain't shit compared to Ron Funches. Fuck Jen Kirkman. She ain't shit to, next to Ron. Rory Scovel can suck Ron Funches' dick. So, you know, it's sort of true. You know what I mean? Oh, sure, I've had good guests on the show, but... Not, they're nothing compared to Ron Funches. Oh, hello. Hi, this is James Adomian. What, what? Yeah, you, James Adomian. Oh, I'm sorry. I used to be funny until I met Ron Funches. That's it. I'm, le I'm legally changing my name to Ron Funches. All right, this has gone on too long. Enjoy the show. Our guest today is Ron Funches. I think I've talked. Did I mention him? All right, remember the Nut Street? Nah, I've said enough. All right, that's the opening of the show. As always, I play this little game with Aristotle. Aristotle, how are you doing today? I'd say I was doing pretty damn good. Oh, my God, that's, like, really good. Did you give money to my PayPal account? Yeah! There you go. That a boy. Bark like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you did it. I'm sorry, that's not nice. Meow like a cat. Meow. Did it. 
act like a crow that's just got the shit. Like it's a crow, but it had a, a, a came. It had a car almost run it over, and it lets out a crow squeal. Watch where you're going, you dumb butt. Oh, that was an interesting choice. All righty, everybody. Our guest today is Ron Funches. <laughs> All right, Ron Funches. <laughs> He's really good. He really is. I mean, Tom Martin. Fuck Tom. Fuck Tom Martin. Tom Martin can suck Ron Funches' dick. You know what I just realized? I'm not kidding you. To George Carlin. I told the people at the bookstore they should listen to my podcast, and this is what they're hearing. They don't understand that there's other parts with depth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember Maya Angelou. Now entering Nerdist.com. Oh, it is professional. Fucking call me back this time. Don't call me ever again, because we're done. Hello, did did Julia end up coming by there? Is she out there crocheting? She actually is, but hold on, sir. Let us get through our intro. What podcast does she have? Are you going to mention that on the show? Yeah, I just can't. You can't. You got to let me play the intro. And our guest is Ron Funches. Julie's just hanging out today. Now, what is her podcast? What's the podcast? Two dope girls. Two dope girls. Yeah, she is here, sir, but let us just get through the show because the intro, because he can't talk over the whole intro. Two broke girls or two dope girls? Two dope girls. Shut the music off. Shut the music. Hello? Yeah. What? It's two dope girls? Yes. Yes, and I don't mean to yell. I like that podcast, but you just let me play my intro, okay? And, uh, wait, hold on. Why am I yelling? It's a horrible way to start out the show. It's two, it's two dope girls, and yes, uh, uh, Addie did not end up making it. Oh, you didn't end up. Just doesn't show. Oh, Addie, yeah, she probably has prior engagements. So busy. Right. Oh, I'm sure. Ooh, probably has a date on Tinder. Tinder date. Oh, possibly J Swipe. Not controversial. Oh, probably is getting steak as a nice person. Oh, yeah. Oh, napkin swooped over the lap. Emily Post. Boo. Funny, funny, Am I saying your name wrong? the Todd Glass Show can be found at Nerdist.com. Please welcome Todd Glass. From the beautiful Las Cienegas Strip. Oh, this is the real deal. Hi, it's up. Oh, this is professional, Ron Funches says. It's the Todd Glass Show. Ron Funches, ladies and gentlemen, with the soft opening. But later we we have something, we have something nicer. Oh. Oh, in and out, in and out, everybody. Breathe in and out, in and out. Oh, Ron.
Ron Funches is our guest today. Ron, let me tell you something. You're, I, I, you're, you're, you're pleasant. You're ducky. You're, you're fine and dandy. You're, you're, you're fair. You're, a, you're, you're, you're gentle. You're polite. You're friendly. You're attractive. You're gentle. You're decent. You're good. You're becoming. You're gracious. You're kind. You're charming. You're helpful. And you're, and you're, you're simpatico and you're lovely. And I'm glad you're here today. Thank you so much. <laughs> These are words that just come off. Maybe I have it. You know what I started realizing? I might have more of a vocabulary. So when I ask these people not to say certain words, you know, like I probably take for granted that I, I think like a f- uh, the word that I couldn't say, the thesaurus, the thesaurus, <laughs> the, the thing. All right, so let me get this out of the way. Ron, the worst, first of all, hi. Hi, Tom. I always love your energy. I don't want to overuse that I, word. No, it's fine. I think people underuse it because they try to be like it's hippy dippy, but it's the <laughs> basics of science. God damn it! I'm starting to like you almost, almost, almost more than I already did. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want you to think it's good. You know what? I got nervous. I go, motherfucker! I should have got him in here before he was on his show, dateable, because now it looks like you know. Mwah, mwah, mwah. But let me. I, I thought all this stuff. That, matter of fact, and, and we're going to get to the, the opening of the show. This guy here, Jake Adams, was so excited, called me last night, and I can play the message he left on my machine. So, I'm, I kid you not, he started crying. He started crying. So let me let, me let you uh, hear the message. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Todd. Uh, what's up? It's Jake. I'm just uh, finishing up here at the grocery store. Uh, don't know why I told you that part. Um, hey, uh, so like you just, I got your message. Ron Funches is on the show tomorrow night. Are you kidding me? Okay, then he calls back again, and this is when he, I mean, literally crying. I can't hear what he's saying. I hear he loves you to death. He saw you at this place. He's seen you. But he starts sobbing. I, I really well, I mean, That one was already lovely. That one, I mean, he seemed very excited. Oh, this one he gets, he starts crying. He gets so excited. I think when he stopped that message where he got cut off, by the mm. time he called back, he was. Please leave a message after the tone. So, I mean, I couldn't make that up. I know that cashier was not sympathetic at all. No, and I like how that that cashier was also very close to the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Not that there were microphones anyway. But oh, he was on his cell. Oh, he was close to his cell. That that cashier was very close to his cell phone. All right, so let me. The worst thing to do is to a guest is to make him sit over there. But but join me just in my... This will take five minutes. <laughs> and uh, as Blake Wexler says, if you shut the fuck up, it'll go quicker. But that's not my rule. I love when people have they go, the interjection. Yeah, but you let just me, work here. Let I me, got it. I could do this on my opening, but it's easier. I think you'll all love this. Uh, this has to do with something that I am... Friday night was a bad night and the best night of my life. And we'll find out when we take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the top now. Um, <laughs> um, I've wanted to do this thing. Uh, everybody I talk to when I say this, 
especially for the people that perform live, is that I always thought when there was a heckler, you know, that even at the best of the best club, and that's where I was. I was at the uh, Laughing Skull in Atlanta. I hope I said that right before. Laughing Skull in Atlanta. They had a, a party that was very, very bad, uh, 12 of them. And um, they, they predicted it. And it went on, and, and it got bad. And look, the club did everything they could. You know, and, and I said, before I went on stage, I said, you know, I talked about doing this for a while. You know when someone's really bad and they're going to kick them out while you're on? And I said, I don't want to DJ it. And to me, that means, like, as they're going, even if you're civil about it, okay, they're leaving, don't yell out, people. I always do that. I go, let's not mirror their behavior. Let, let them walk out with dignity. We're, not th- we're disagreeing, but let them walk out. Let's not mirror their behavior. Why am I doing that? <laughs> and, I, and I thought, you know what to do? And I did it. And without telling you what I wanted to do, I'll just tell you what I did. I had it all planned out. I said, if they act up again during my show, one minute in, they did. Now, the way they had been acting through the whole show, I thought I was ready for it. And I thought, no, don't let it go on any longer. I go out. They start ans- a- answering rhetorical questions like crazy. And um, there's a doorman standing right in front of them. And I said, listen, folks, I said, I'm not being sarcastic when I say this. I go, or even even overly, uh, but I said, you'll understand what I mean. I said, this is worth stopping the show for. I go, I'm not in a bad mood. I go, but when there's someone like that, they're not the worst in the world. Just in case there's anybody in the audience I need to have on my side. They're not the worst in the world. They're not. They're not yelling at you suck. They're not yelling out. But they make you have a different show because when I go for my drink of water, and I'm explaining this to you because I think you need to hear it, so, I, so you're ready for what we're about to do. That three seconds of silence, when you get a drink of water, you do a lot of preparing in that three seconds. And when you get that three seconds, it's so much fun. And everybody in this audience except that group is going to give it to me. I think it's really dickish of me to plow through the set, even if I wanted to. Everyone paid hard-earned money. Isn't it worth 60 seconds? We'll deal with it. We're going to come back. Let me tell you something. I am in such a good mood. You, For the per- people that listen to my podcast, you know the way I feel about this club. 60 seconds, we'll be back. It's going to be worth it, be in a good mood. They shut the curtain. They played music because they were ready. We got them out. Came back out to the biggest round of applause because they were excited. And if there were any other people in the crowd, I bet, that weren't as bad as them, they go, oh, they don't fuck around here. (laughs) Not in a dickish soup Nazi way. I think any intelligent person went, this club, he said it in a nice way. He got off the stage in a very pleasant way. It wasn't like, fuck you, fuck this crowd, or fuck, no. I said it very nicely. And um, if there was anybody else that didn't understand, well, they were going to shut the fuck up too. And uh, at the end of my show, this says why it was so worth it, because this never would have happened if I didn't. Then I was able to do the show I want, and it was great. The end of my show, uh, we do something. Uh, oh, well, you'll, you'll figure it out. Uh, at the end of my show, halfway, uh, I'm doing this thing, and there's loud music playing. All of a sudden, there are bubbles everywhere. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because if we didn't do the first part, I would have had to go to a show that didn't let me do the silly stuff, you know. And uh, we do. We have a. We used to have a bubble machine on the show. We don't have it anymore. But um, so. I look down and there's a ba- – it must be a battery-operative bubble machine. And they're not – it doesn't spit out six or seven or ten or 15 bubbles. Hundreds everywhere. And I'm like, oh, my God, who did this? I hope I remember his name. I, I'm, it was Michael. And I thought that guy would have just sat there. I know this sounds really weird with a bubble machine in his backpack, never getting to pull it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> he would have told his friends, like, no, it was a good show, but it wasn't like this. Because you can't, when there's rowdiness in the audience, you can't be rowdy. I can't do a thing where I stop the show and run through the crowd unless they get it that once I'm back up on that stage, no, it's, you know, civility has to re- regain itself. So it was, it was fun. And you know what? I hope I don't have to do it again for another year. But if I do, I'm so proud of the way I handled it. It wasn't fuck you. Never said one word. Not fuck you. Nothing. The show stops. And it was very, it was very cathartic to just even to repeat what happens. Oh, no, no. This is a show. Yeah, but it stops. Oh, yeah, we don't work it in. We, we're not. If it was a play, the play doesn't work you into the play. Oh, the produ- this shuts down. Just hear it. This show shuts down. Curtain shuts. Yeah, we have something planned for you. It's you fucking bring it to a grinding halt. So if there are any other motherfuckers in the audience that thought of anything, they thought, no, shut the fuck up. And it was the best crowd. And if you're listening to the show, thank you. I am not oversaying this. I love that show. It was pure joy for me. So thank you. Everybody was there. Okay, there's. I just play that when I'm nervous. It relaxes me. Like when I'm getting a massage. Have you ever seen the Anthony Bourdain show? Does he have a few shows or he, just the, the, where he travels? Yes, I've have, seen it. Have you watched it? A couple times. Last night I watched it. It was pretty cool. Like a lot of the pieces that went from then. then that's that's all I wanted to say. He seems like a nice guy. He asked me to plug it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Has anyone ever done a bit, Ron, where you, you're having sex? Like you're 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 so into the business that you have sex with somebody and it's really bad, and you go, "Oh, we'll fix it in post." <laughs> Is there something funny there? Um, I will be at Wilmington at the Dead. Um, the Dead Crow, I think they're calling it now. It used to be called, um, it's a great club, really cool club, almost like, a, uh, like Atlanta, the Laughing Skull. Um, it used to be called Nut Street Comedy Club. So there's that. Um, oh, let me think. Of, do I want to do this? You're sitting right. No, we'll do that on the opening of the show. I'll do that on the opening. Um, We'll do that. We'll do that. I'll do that on the opening of the show. I want to get to this. Um, there was something on YouTube. It's called The Waiter for the Homeless. By the way, I have a new idea for a show. Be honest with me now. Okay. Oh, by the way, I ever said to George Carlin on the show, it's a great go-to. It means the truth. And you never break the truth. If you're, ever, if, if you're wondering, you say to George Carlin, and I never break it with the audience. So to George Carlin, do you think if I have an idea for a show, it's a bad to say it on a podcast? Like, some people go, oh, everyone's going to take it. I always think, just shut up. Even my ice cream sandwich idea, Carl's Jr., I don't think took it from me. I really don't. <laughs> well, a lot of people say they did. Well, it was a Pop-Tart with ice cream in it, and, I, and, I, and they showed it on Modern Comedian. And then six months later, you know why I don't think it takes them a lot longer to get it on the menu than six months, right? Yeah, it takes a lot longer to get Pop-Tarts and ice cream ready. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, they have to freeze it and market it and have posters made and commercials. So they can't do that in six months. So anyway, do you? what do you think? Because I have an idea for a show. Do you think I should? Can I tell it to you? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Okay, someone said there's no good news anymore. And I want to go, guess what? That's my show, Good News with Todd Glass. Now, we can, we can also show things from the Internet and that are, that are good news. People search the Internet. And, but also I thought we can show a thing where someone's bullied. But then show somebody that did something good about it. And, we, and there can be more than just rolling in clips of good news. But that's the gist of it. Good news with Todd Glass. I like it. All right. You want to buy positive. it? Positive, yes. You, you, have a t- you have a TV show. I thought, what if I just don't understand it? Yeah, you could put it on during your show. You know what you should do? Three minutes. You should, ad- you should ad-lib it. Ron, if you- Ron you're a friend, right? <laughs> 
No, serious. I'm not an enemy. Uh, because this could be a really big favor for me. <laughs> Would you really do this for me? What is you haven't it? even said yes, but I, thought, I acted like, well, I thought maybe on your show, you know, um, the undateable. Am I saying it right? Say it. You didn't say it. Undateable? <laughs> undateable. Is that, did they take that from Lunchables? Yeah. <laughs> because they, that's what I heard. <laughs> they did. Um, let me tell you something. I was very excited to watch it uh, because there's so many people that I know in it that are very funny. And watching you was just, it's hard not to write great stuff for you. That's what we all <laughs> talked about. We're like, how do you write, you know, like sometimes you get into a show and they write stuff for you and you have to go home and go, eh, but like we're, whatever they gave Ron, it's hard not to write stuff that fits you. So we, we really loved it. We really yeah, did I like mean, it. I mean, they do a great job. I mean, I wouldn't, I'd say they have to do some work because you can't yeah. just give me crazy things. <laughs> no, no, work. no. But I'm saying it fit you. It like did yeah. you justice, you know, yeah. and you deliver it great. Thank and you. I know a lot. I've been in this business 10 years almost. <laughs> I, I lie, so it seems like I'm younger. Um, but uh, so maybe in the show. But I like your show. Go well, ahead. Well, Use your, your pitches to Well, this is for you to do. And if you don't want to do it, I totally understand. I'll be a Todd, little upset. Todd, I already want to do it. They don't listen when you when you do your lines, I'm sure. No, no. So here's a guy who really doesn't get it. So you just say, what about that Todd Glass new show, Good News? Yeah. And they're going to leave it in. They're not going to even hear it. They just think you said your line. They're all busy at their director's chairs. Hey, Sally, get out of my director's chair. I'm a bigger producer than you. You know, that behind-the-scenes things. I know what they do. I've been on sets before. Um, do you ever hear of a show called Full House? <laughs> I, I never did that. Um but anyway, maybe you could just mention my show like during it. the show. Or bring it in like you bring in like a little portable TV. You go, oh, I'm watching. You know what I'm I mean? watching good news. Yeah, and then they go, oh, what's that? And they go, ah, leave it in. It's just an idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, so I think that's everything. We got everything out of the way, believe it or not. Well, there was. Um, oh, the, uh, <clears throat> if the waiter for the homeless. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what made me think of it. There's somebody. On, uh, uh, I, I sometimes I do this when I want to. I don't know how it started. It started by accident, but then I realized maybe it's my way of like meditation. But like saying to remind yourself that there's a lot of good, decent people in the world, especially this week when there's a lot of stuff going on. I get it. Even some people that try to be positive go, "Is the world getting better? Is it? Is it?" And I do still believe that. I personally believe that there were atrocious things that happened years ago, god-awful atrocious things. They retake different shapes, but I still think that it's a, there's a lot of good things and, and there's a lot of decent people and there's a lot of kindness. So I'll just look up random acts of kindness, and I saw this kid on, the, on YouTube that was going around serving people you know, that were homeless, but serving them like really nice, like really dressed up and really the food presented nice. And their reactions, one person, I looked at the comments said, why do you have to shoot it? And someone said, so uh, what I thought, they go, I'm glad he did so I could see it. That doesn't mean it takes out all the decency of it just because he had a friend following around with a camera. It was heartwarming. I loved it. And he would, and the reactions, one of the reactions reminded me of something that Jake says a lot. He would give it to him and he would go, oh, it's some, you know, cream of tomato soup and it was served on a nice tray. And he, and he goes, here's this. And he was telling him what they have. And two guys go, they go, what? Like, say, how do you say it? You go, what? <laughs> I was like, what? Like, what is this? Like, what? <laughs> and I thought that made me cry. I started crying. They were like, what? And I'm like, oh, I started crying. because like, what? Like, how am I getting, what's this? I'm getting, you know, and it didn't change their life. But in that moment, they were not only served food, but given it 
really nice. And then he came back, and he's like, I'll come back. This is your carrot cake. And he goes this, and it was covered all nice, and it was just so nice. So it's called, um, what's it called again? Waiter for the Homeless. And then I had some nice pussy. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love that. Try to toughen film. up my image. All right, listen. Here's what we're going to do. Is there anything uh, you want to... Um, Oh, Ron, are you picking the wax? Paul F. Tompkins did that. You're a good company. But I'm going to come wipe it. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to come over there. We're going to take a break. And we're going to come back and introduce you. Okay. I knocked that. There was three things I never... Can I talk about that stuff? Yeah. What did you want to talk about? I want to talk about a lot of it, but I felt like I couldn't. (laughs) No, I love that you... So what do you think about this this week? Yeah. Well, I just... I (laughs) think that there is a lot of love. I think that... I know it sounds silly, but it's that's kind of a showing of it. There's such a a, a big outrage and such a big this reactions, just equal and opposite reactions. Because there's a lot of weirdness and weird destruction going out there, it can only indicate that there's a lot of love out there as well. Where are you going, Tom? I know exactly what you meant. I want to give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> it's implied. Um, I think I understood. Exactly what you just said. It was. Uh, you think? Why do I say exactly? Because I get what you mean. When you ri- the world's riled up right now, and when things are changed, they get riled up. No one is trying to write off what's going on. And I'm also not willing to be delusionally positive. It doesn't do anybody any good. But I don't think I am. Um, and uh, yeah, I. I uh, the one thing I did think, and look, there's short-term answers and long-term answers, and I don't think this is like, oh, Todd, that'd be great if it was true, but it's not. I really think this is valid. It's not the short-term answer. You know, uh, the short-term answer, I don't, can't wrap my hands around. I know, wrap my mind around. I know it's a lot about gun control and what they're talking about. That's the, that's the quicker answer that, that can bring some change very quickly, and it's not, they're not really doing it that quick. But... I know for a fucking fact that all this has to do with, and I'm not the first person to say it, empathy, that I, if we come in and we, like, like just a mandate, like for, when the government sends troops somewhere or does, you know, where it happens in one day, less math, less everything else, I don't care what we have to take out, less reading, less everything, every fucking day, every child is taught empathy. And again, that's not going to answer the problem the next day because that's going to take a while to kick in. But it's good. it is real and valid, and we will see – we'll be able to tell a story in just a few years, one of those things where they go, fuck, like that really – like, you know, better – I say this every week now. We do look back and tell great stories about the world. You know what I mean? Like 20 years from now, we're all going to be here, and good things happen where we can go, man, that was the best thing, and we get to tell, well, in about 2015 – we implemented these, and it was done. I don't know if everyone realized that. You know what I mean? That's how it's going to be told, but it was fucking monumental. I think it's an excellent idea. I think that's, a, I mean, in culture, just from the popular culture, rap culture, things like that, the big thing is me and my people that I know, that I grew up with, are better than everyone else. Everybody else sucks and is against us. Fuck you guys. We're the best. And that just leads to a cycle of people not caring about each other. And when you're acting out of your own self-interest instead of others, you're just acting out of fear and you're going to make bad, destructive choices. Empathy and and, and learning that we all want that light, we all want to succeed, and we all have these fears is is the best thing that you can do because then you're not alone. You know, that's what people are. People are drawn to comedians like you or stuff when you, they're saying like oh you're saying the things that i didn't know that people felt you know but we all feel those things 
That's oh, really man. interesting. And you're saying do that. That's what the connection with comedy is. It's, it's one of the simplest connections of comedy that takes different forms over the years. But a lot of it is, oh, my God, I thought that. I, or, or they, you know, the other type is they never thought it and they look at you like you think that. But, he, <laughs> but, but, that's, uh, but you're like, do that. Uh, that's what empathy is. And my brother's a teacher. And I love that I can sort of speak from – I go to Spencer and I'll be like – and he teaches it. But he does it on his own. He does it on his own and uh, tells me the reaction and 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 the what it does is you can see it. It's visual and it happens quickly. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, I sometimes I wish I could do more to make that happen, but I I just it's not. You know what I mean when I go. It's not like okay, that's great. Take off your moccasins and now we have this real world to deal with. No, that empathy, like, it could be Im- implemented so quickly as yeah. it as, as It a... is important. It's more real world than that stuff. That's why I get a, the same thing with the energy. I don't understand it when you people are like, oh, well, you're just trying to. And like, no, it's basic. It's science, positive, negative, neutral. It's all, like, basic building blocks of life. So I don't see why you can't be like, this is a major thing that we would need to take care of. And I wanted to talk about the homeless thing as well because, I mean, that's another side of that. It's just, that's beautiful. Because that, that, that's the same thing is that you're treating people as humans. You're not going and going serving them and saying you don't deserve as well as I wanted to receive. You just deserve, like, a tray of slop on, like, Thanksgiving or whatever. It's like, no, you deserve to be treated nicely just like I want to be treated nicely. And, like, people who have a problem with it because it's taped, like, you know, they tape things called bum fights, you know? Like, I'd rather watch this for sure than watching <laughs> two homeless people fight for $20, like, and that, while people make money off of that type of stuff. Yeah, why can't, yeah, you know, I... I if I do, it, uh, yeah, I, I I love what you're saying. I love what you're saying. <laughs> no, because uh, I think that uh, yeah, that when I watch that clip, it's like okay, this is happening too. And uh, could you do me a favor? Remember what you said about it's you know the, it's it's all like when I said why is all this destruction going? You know, with the school shootings. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and you said something about. You know when your doctor tells you something and you understand when he's saying it, but then later when you go to explain <laughs> it? Well, but maybe if you do it again, I'll be able to not only have it penetrate. I know what you mean, but, like, yeah. what did you mean? Like, why Why do you think all this is going well, on? Well, it's like- just like science, which is like every reaction produces an opposite but equal reaction. Like, there's very large negative things happening because us as a general are becoming less tolerant. Of those negative things, like when you see the, uh, the previous shooting that led to the yes, all women things, like people aren't tolerant of these things. People are very, uh, are even the things with those totally different things. But like with Jonah Hill and the stuff that he had to go through because of the words that he used, like people aren't tolerant of these. Things. I'm glad that you brought up Jonah Hill because, to, uh, by the way, be honest if you're not on the same page with me. A lot of times when people, by the way, this is positive about him. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when people, you know, when they say something publicly and then the public attacks them, we go, to, oh, it's so easy to attack. I think sometimes people get attacked necessarily. But what I was proud of, and tell me if I'm wrong, I do believe that that word came out of him that doesn't represent his soul. And, and his body of work shows it and, his, and what he said showed it. And it shows that people maybe aren't always just in with their fangs out. Didn't everybody back off? Everyone I know sort of said, I believe them. Mm-hmm. Am, am I right that that was the consensus of most decent people? We're not talking about the 20% of people that maybe went, no, that was bullshit. Didn't most well-rounded people that were able to look at him and take his whole body of work into consideration go, you know what? 
That word is in our lexicon. We tr- and 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 it's it just he had so much anger that it came out, and I think he did regress. Yeah. But that's not the part. More more than that, that he regressed. I was proud to see that. Yeah, everybody said you, you're okay. You made a mistake. No one was looking to just. To, to to pile on like no nah, that's unforgivable. Am I right that the the masses of people went went it's okay. Yeah, I think I mean again that's just more empathy where like everybody makes mistakes and you say things right. and then just the fact of looking at the what he said in particular where you're like yeah I know a lot of people I have a lot of friends previously where I go that doesn't speak from your heart from your previous background of people that you hung out with before you got angry and you said a word that you know to use to make people angry it doesn't mean that you are a hateful person but it right. also just means you need to evolve and learn to remove that word from your vocabulary. Well, guess what, Ron Funches? Um, speaking of the word evolve, I bring this back. It's back. <laughs> Somebody give, give – okay. By the way, I am so – I don't know what's back, but it's back. I am, <laughs> I am so glad. By the way, we take a break. Not that you even care because you're, 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 you're soaking up this part of the show. I'm so used to not stopping. Usually I, I talk a lot, but then I stop if I think the guest wants to, you know uh, – you know, interject. And with you, I didn't. And I'm so glad that you said I would love to tap into those issues because it's I'm I'm very happy that you did. And this is I always this is in a way very important to me because I always tell people that when it comes to getting words out of, you know, I used to like I say all the time, there were words I used to use any word I'm telling people not to say I use them. Mm -hmm. I think I always forget to tell people that like, oh, I'm not on a pedestal. Someone had to correct me. And I went, oh, yeah. So I told everybody, if you email me something, it doesn't mean I'll always change, but I will read it. <laughs> I will read it, and I will soak it in, and I will educate myself. The reason – I will tell you one reason. In the small situations when I will not take it out of my vocabulary, it's not because I was just, oh, oh my god. Like one of the new words I'm tr- – I'll give you an example of something – I just started taking out. We'll we'll go to the evolve thing here, but I want to say like I used to when I was talking about people that were transgender. Once in a blue moon, I used to say, and and I don't, I'm not transgender. I'm just, and I went, oh no homo, isn't that what I'm saying? I'm defending that, but I'm not. I thought like that's a bad thing, and I go, I want to stop that. I want to have a little more security. If I defend people, it doesn't matter whether I am or whether – who gives a fuck if somebody thinks I am, whether I'm not or whatever I am. Or you know what I mean. Obviously, people know I'm not transgender, but they might think that I would – that's something that I want to pursue. And I would go, not that I am. I go, I, stop it. Take it out, Todd. It's not mm-hmm. evolved. It's not evolved. It's like saying I'm not gay, but who gives a fuck? Yeah. So, so I use the word evolved a lot. And you just used it, and it was one of the things I put away. So it's it's worth two minutes, I think. Can you read the letter that came to me from that guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it was uh, emailed from a guy named John. And by the way, I want to go into this again. I appreciated this letter. It came from a kind place, but I will explain why this is. Every other time when I get a letter like this, I always I always read it and I go, Oh yeah, they're right. I can get that word out of my instead of using pussy. Now if I'm using it comedically. Over-the-top ridiculous, yes, I will use the word. But instead, coward. I'll use the word coward now. And I'm happy. So I, and, and someone else said something else. I'm like, oh, yeah, I could stop doing that. This one, 
I'm I'm not, but I wanted to address this person. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that this communication is over. I'm going to tell you the way I feel, and then I'm going to tell you what I want you to do, sir, and, <laughs> and, and in a kind way, and then you'll come back to me. But read his first letter. Please, please, please stop using the word evolved to describe people who are accepting of homosexuals and homosexuality or anything he says. Uh, I'm saying this because I know you're a super compassionate person who would hate to be viewed as anything else, in parentheses, even in the pursuit of social justice. Calling people evolved implies that people evolve and then and there are lesser people. This brings in all sorts of horrible baggage that you have zero business or intent of being involved with. You're basically pulling at the skirt of social Darwinism. <laughs> and then he uh, gives a link to Wikipedia's version of social Darwinism. And the Wikipedia d- a definition of evolved is... Oh, uh, oh no, no, whatever. Oh, no, no, that's okay. Oh, you didn't know there was going to be a test. That's okay. That's okay. So I ran this by my friend Kevin, who is almost Dr. Kevin Sousa, who is, who is in school to be a psychologist. A ch- uh, I think children's psychologist. Well, I don't know what, what type. But, again, this is very important to go, oh, now Todd's doing what everybody else does. No, I played, sir, what, what is his name? Um, John. John. I did you justice when I was on the phone with my friend Kevin. He said, well... Uh, what did Kevin say? Uh, the, just read, read what Kevin said. Sure. Um, particularly that it has been used as a justification at, uh, for horrible things, none of which I know you want to be associated with. It's the reason why. Oh, no, why that's, that's, oh, that's what he said. But didn't Kevin write something back to me? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe oh, I don't have it. Well, that's okay. What Kevin said back to me is that he should go. Oh, yeah, here we go. I'm sorry. That's okay. We're all good, everybody. I remember in situations like this, you know what I learned? Learned I'm the only one panicking. <laughs> um, I can't do me any justice if I don't just That's stop. what I would always say about smoking pot out in public places. I'm like, oh, I'm the only one who's – no one's <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably right. Just, just – <laughs> Just, just, Todd, you, you were looking for a piece of paper. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Okay. And I think you do a great job reading. You should hear me getting ready for the reader. show. Poor Jake. I'm like, Jake, how do you spell? They're the weirdest words, too. Advice. Okay, go ahead. I ain't sorry. They're <laughs> all alone. Okay. Um, oh, I, no, no. That, that I don't know. Hold on. I don't want to read that part. What, what he basically said here was you could always substitute or, uh, the word developed for evolved. But he said there's nothing wrong. And I said, but Kevin, playing devil's advocate, I'm not going to lie. So what if the guy wants me to stop using that word? Mm-hmm. Why can't I just stop using that word? He goes, because the word is okay. He goes, and I'll tell you what he said. If you go to the, which he said was a better definition, which was which one? Which, which, which one did you say most people use because it can't be changed? Um, well, he gave the definition of evolved uh, from Webster's Dictionary. And, and says, Kevin said go to? Uh, to change or develop. No, no, hold on, hold on. Which did the guy use? The Wikipedia? Wikipedia. Yeah. So uh, Kevin said go to Webster's. And Webster's definition of the word evolved is this. To change or develop slowly, often into a better, more complex, or more advanced state. So what Kevin said was, it's, Todd, you're not mirroring the behavior that you ask. Like people go, I don't want to stop using the word gay as an adjective or, or re, uh, retarded instead of, you know, the, the proper adjective. Uh, he said, 
it's not the same. He I goes, can't believe that you get caught up on this. You know what? I don't mind because I still like this gentleman, and I like that he cared. And to me, if it leads to you know, uh, me pointing out hopefully clearly the difference – he said, and I said, so, but, but, but he, but he cares. So, so why can't I just change it for him? He goes, because, like today, we looked up the word nice on, um, on uh, the source. On and the source if document. I use the word fair, and someone said, well, I'd rather use the word gentle. He goes, Todd, it's that's all it is. It's not you're not using a group of people. Now, the person who who uh, his name is uh, John from Saskatchewan. John, run it by some of your friends. Run it by John. I'm seriously sit down with some of your friends, not the ones you know will agree with you. Go, but is this like using the word gay as an adjective or a word that you know I should get out of my uh, vocabulary, but I'm not just because I'm stubborn? Or would some of your friends, if you sat around with them, go, I think he has a point. So, and then and then you'll email me back, okay? So, there we go. And the world's a good place, and Mr. Rogers would be happy <laughs> because it is better, it's still better, it's still better. But um, I don't know, you know. I, I think if we started treating – you know, it's funny. All the people that are probably – a lot of people that are upset about what's going on today mm-hmm. are – if you're if – you're, do you have something to play, Mr. Rogers? I think you do. Oh, thank you, Trolley, for Mr. Rogers. Um, did you see Ron Funch's new show? Oh, look at you. <laughs> look at you. He said yes. What did you – what, Mr. What? Oh, that's what I was saying about yeah. His... Well, I don't know if they have to, you know, burn all the people that are on other shows. But you know. <laughs> oh no, no, I don't like Mr. Rogers Trolley having to say anything negative like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. This is like the evolved thing where yeah. you really. <laughs> that's Mr. Rogers Trolley. Yo, he is a friend so of the show. Do you want to ask Mr. Ro- Mr. Trolley? Do you want to ask Mr. Uh, Mr. Ron Funches? <laughs> we wanna- both sound made up. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Trolley, would you like to ask Mr. Ron Funches? You- oh, you're just excited to get to the silly part of the show. So are we. Um, but I wanted to say about what's going on today. Uh, you know what? We said it enough. Don't. Here's what I'm saying out there. Don't feel like. You know, to, I got the other day. I try to give advice sometimes on the show. Like, you know, sometimes when I get stressed out, I think of that Johnny Cash song. It's all dirt. And he's just in their video. He's like, it's just my empire dirt. And he's like, it's all dirt. Oh, I, oh, a l- nice car. They took dirt and they molded it into something. And not that I don't like nice things, but it just says, at least to me, that's what it says. I wish I could be so spiritual where genuinely nothing would matter to me except having a place to live that is is well air conditioned um, <laughs> <Of course. laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know not i don't care if it's a window unit what do i give a fuck uh but like you know what i mean <laughs> you cool with floor unit <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait what did you say you cool with a floor unit how about the new floor unit you don't have to put in the window well that would be even better <laughs> by the way i thought about it all these apartment buildings in new york city they have air conditioners right why can't they look at flower boxes on the outside <laughs> So instead of a big metal ugly piece of shit sticking out there, why can't it be look like shutters like all around uh, it with like I want you to design a city. And uh, believe me, can I tell you something? Every idea that I had when I was younger that I thought was stupid, now I think it would I had an idea called Operation Ivy where <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm serious. I'm serious. You know when you look at an overpass and it's all cement? You know when you look at an o- If I was the governor of a city, you know when you look at a, a, an overpass and it's got ivy growing all over it? It looks nicer. That happened by accident because somehow ivy, like, took root and grew all over. Get it growing all over everywhere. Excuse me. I'm hitting Jake in his face because I'm so excited. Or, like, I always thought, and now I saw one of the things I talked about where they were doing it in a community where some of the homes are really um, – you know, they're, 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 they're dilapidated homes, but then one block over, there's a lot of people living, board the homes up, but when you board them up, paint shutters on the homes, and put, and I saw it in the city, they're doing that, I'm like, that's one of my ideas, <laughs> well, I grew up in Philadelphia, when you leave from the airport, when you go to where you have to go, you pass refineries, oil tanks, and when I was like 15, I go, they should plant trees, so you don't see them, uh, guess what, they fucking did it five years ago, but they're still not big enough. Anyway, <laughs> what were we talking about before we take a break? I'm so. Ju- take your slow down, Mr. Rogers Trolley. Does that trolley have a name, or is it just trolley? You got it, Mr. Rogers Trolley. Mr. Rogers Trolley. Okay, so we talked about that. We talked about. Oh, my mom. I was so stressed out dealing with my mom uh, Friday, where I yeah, thought you were. I thought. <laughs> I thought it's all. And by the way, I see where my mom, what she was given, her she had a really not just like a horrendous childhood. Her father left when she was thirteen, and what she turned around and gave us is 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 unbelievable. But she still deals with some issues because of it, and they're real. It's not you know. It's like yeah, she those those issues of your dad. You know, my mom never spoke ill of her of her dad. She always said, well, back then you couldn't get a divorce, and my mom was crazy, and she was. Her mom was certified. I don't mean mom crazy. I mean certifiably sick, where you have empathy for her, and that's who my mom was left with. Her mom after her dad left, and my mom said back then you couldn't get a divorce, and my. And then as I got old enough, I realized, and first of all, my mom did the right thing. She didn't have to say, he was a horrible human being. When I got old enough, I went, oh, I don't give a fuck what happened back then. You don't leave a 13-year-old kid. That was horrendous what she did. And, but she never spoke ill of him. I figured it out on my own. So she did the right <laughs> thing. And uh, Right, right. I didn't need her to tell me. I figured it out on my own. So she did so many good things. But now the roles are reversing. My mom's... Absolutely fine if you saw her. I mean, she has friends that are 17 and she has friends at her age. So she's, but the roles are reversing a little. And the other day, without getting into detail, something happened where I thought, oh my God, am I giving shitty advice to everybody in the podcast? Because I can't calm myself. I was like in my car, just, I won't even have to bore you with what happened. Everyone knows you deal with family stuff. And it was like, but then I just, I tried. I took some deep breaths. I was like, in and out, in and out. It's all dirt. It's all dirt. In and out. Just, and I thought, oh, that is just... but I thought, no, I got there eventually. Do you deal with that ever? With yeah, who I do think you deal it, with it with. Well, just like who calls me those type of issues, or I mean, same thing, family, or you know, relationships, or just my own personal, like, oh, will I ever be as good of a comedian as I want to be inside? You know. And well, first of all, can I make you feel better about that? Well, you're, I mean, I you're gonna be. Because I don't you think already I will. are. Well, you already are, and the fact that you asked that. Look, here's what I'm going to say to you right now, Ron. I'm going to make you breathe easier, and then we're taking a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to be insecure. Insecurity leads to a lot of good qualities. Certainly leads to being a good comedian. Because if you're not that, you get off stage and you, you know those guys. I killed it. I killed it. I killed it. Oh, really? Then where's the growth going to come from? <laughs> but the fact that you, first of all, you're already 
I, I, you're the type of comedian I get. Ex- I know compliments are weird. If you, if you want to close your eyes, you close your eyes. Look no, down. I want to lean into it. Oh, you- <laughs> <laughs> you're the type of comedian. I don't mind getting upset about bad comedy because you know why? That's how excited I get about good comedy. And the first time I saw you, I was like, oh, fuck, this makes me love comedy. Like, I really did. I was like, and I, I was so excited the next day. I'd never seen you before. And I asked my friend, have you ever seen Ron? I wrote your name down. And I asked somebody, do you know who Ron Funches is? They're like, fuck, Ron's funny. And then when he came back to the show, Jake is a big fan of yours. And we talked about you. Now, the fact is that, that I feel that way. And then that you just said, will I ever be the great comic I want? Because you say it that way? Yeah, you will. And you already are. <laughs> but the fact that you just say, I don't know if I will be able to. Yeah, you will. Hey, go back to being insecure because that's what's going to uh, lead you to being great. But just know deep down at some level, you're, you're fucking on. You're doing it right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I try to have a confidence about like, oh, I'm headed in the right direction. Yeah. Can I tell you a bit? I think you should drop out of your act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> After all that. I was um, going to say that, I mean, you... You probably fall harder because you you are a calming force. I mean, I feel that I am as well, and so you you give that energy to a lot of people, and then you're depleted, and you don't have protection for yourself, and so you take the hit hard. Uh, you mean talking about my family mm-hmm. stuff? And so you just have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Well, God damn it, Ron! You know what I did? I hope I hope that you're what you're saying. I did. I. I know inevitably that my responsibility of my happiness has to do with me. I can't go, well, my mom or my – and, you know, I already spoke so highly of my mom, but now I'm getting to the, 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 to the nuts and the bolts of every day. And sometimes it can make me want to go, come on, I don't want to deal with this. I, I, I keep my life simple. Mm-hmm. But that's what I did. I called Dr. Ebert who is a family psychologist that has dealt with our family over the years. He's awesome. Usually after a three-hour meeting, he, he, he has enough money. He doesn't need money anymore. He goes, get out of here. I hope I don't see you again for three years. Your guys kill me. You know. But he, for three hours I learned I needed because one hour doesn't do shit. Two hours is awesome, but sometimes you can open up a new can of worms at the final. Three hours, you find yourself in the last 20 minutes just laughing and you have time to spare. If It depends what... It depends what you're trying to untangle. With my family, we're all pretty good. We all love each other. But three hours, I know that we'll go in there, we'll figure this out. So I called him. I said, hey, Dr. Ebert, it's Todd. He goes, this is Dr. Ebert. I won't be back in the office till June 12th. I'm like, ah, fuck. So I'm going to go home, and we're going to have a three-hour session, and I'm going to bring... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring goodness to this, but yeah, because it's my responsibility. I don't want in a year from now to go. Oh, I'm still dealing with it. So at the end of the mm-hmm. day, I will deal with this and I will bring a calm to it. But I was thinking of in my car the other day. I, I was, I think. Do I not show this? Do I not tell this? I was, I was, for about thirty seconds, just like, I was like punching, punching my fist, and. I guess the only thing I had to be proud of that it lasted 30 seconds. It used to last all, you know, not punching all day, but I would go, God, and I was like upset. And then all day, I go, give myself a little credit for in 20 minutes, I got myself to a pretty calm place. Yeah, give uh, yourself a lot of credit. Yeah, and I called my mom back and I said, she goes, I knew you'd call me back. And I didn't hang up bad. I didn't, there's no cursing or anything. She just knew I hung up. I, she, I go, well, mom, this is starting to get a little heated. So let's take a little, you know, and I hung up abruptly, you know, like, okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye, bye. Then I called her back. 20 minutes later, we had a great talk, and, uh, and I said, well, go to Dr. Ebert, but it's all going to be good, and, you know, and I felt, okay, I guess I 
I did a little bit because I think about if my mo- I think about it, I get frustrated with my mom, and but then when I think about, I was talking to Jake about this before the show. When I think about, you know, my mom's going to be here for a long time, you know, because I know the family and she's fine now. My mom, like I saw my, I call her my grandmother. It's really my aunt, but she sur- she was like sort of my mom's mom. She's ninety three, and I just visited her in Arizona, and I'm like, you know, Aunt Ruth, how was it when you were eighty? She goes, Oh, eighty. I wish I was eighty. She goes, I drove when I was eighty. <laughs> And, I, and you know what I mean? Like, she, she looks at that time. I go, so my mom's going to be here for a long time. But when I think of my mom not being on this planet, it's it's like it's so hard for me to even think about it because I know that I'll be like. Yeah. It's up for everybody. I don't want to think about it either. Yeah. It's, it's, so that's why I try to be patient. You know, I try to be like. Just take my time and just give her what she needs. She certainly did it for me. You know what I mean? Like, my mom was awesome. My mom never even told me to shut up. And all I did was fucking talk 24 hours a day. (laughs) She would just say, take a commercial. That's like the kindest way to tell someone to be quiet. She'd be like, Todd, take a commercial. And I was like, okay, that's three minutes. And and I, oh my God, I would like, wait. I think I timed it. I would be like, okay. And then I would be like, three minutes later. I I was thinking about this and I was thinking of this and our neighbors and I was thinking, why don't we have a circle driveway? And I was like walking down the street the other day and I could leaving i was like so i guess yeah. it's payback yeah <laughs> but i can't it, imagine you without like an actual maturity or wisdom it would be very difficult to move around <laughs> when i was little oh it was i get it it was it was wait what were the words you used <laughs> what, what were the words you used without maturity or wisdom oh oh yeah it was just all i did was like Oh, yeah, why don't we have a deck? The Nalabatsis have a deck. You know what I was saying? We could have a deck. You know what we could do? We could go behind the supermarket, and I saw wooden pallets, and we got 10 of those, and then I could put them together in our backyard, and we should have better patio furniture because I think it would look better. And blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you about Operation Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what we do when we go to break. Uh, we go to break, and we and we say that it it. it it's okay. Like, just just take a deep breath. Even though that's when you're oh, take a deep breath. It's like fuck you when you're upset. But <laughs> it, it, it does work after a while. In, in and out, in and out, in and out. And 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 don't think even with all the tragedy, it's not in disrespect of the tragedy to go. Things are still going in a better way. It's okay to realize that even in the midst of all this bullshit. Okay, but um. Our guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is Ron Funches. In studio, my friend JJ, Julia from Two Dope Girls, always loving Aristotle. Over here is the just awesome greatness of Jake Adams. We're going to get some fresh air, and we will be back with the silly part of the Todd Glass Show. Jesus, I feel so. Can I tell you, 
Yesterday, I know we talked about this. Sometimes when you come back, you think, wait, I thought it's silly. It is silly, but sometimes you go back and you just have a nugget more of the old show. <laughs> and I'm going to say that I'm, I, I'm being honest where I was at. Not that it's a big deal, but it's like everybody gets there. But yesterday was bad for me, and I realized how much I love doing this podcast because I was like, you know what? I, don't, I very rarely say it, but I'm like, I don't even want to do a show. But then I think, oh, the podcast. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know I was like because I know that I'll be able to feel better after talking. But so but Ron, we like to play you in properly. We wish that we had a full studio audience, but I guess have you heard of the show um the show uh, Two Dope Girls? Yeah, I love it. Is that really your favorite show? It's my favorite show. No, I, seriously? I love it. Oh, well, Addy from the show was supposed oh, to. Be. Is she here? Oh, is she here? Addie, no, no, no. Addie. Is she here? I was no, no, well, 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 I came here specifically well, because no, I, she, I was going to meet I her. I told you I'm on the phone. Fan. I told you on the phone. Yeah, I told, that's what got me here. I'm I know, very I busy. I feel stupid. I feel stupid. I, I mean, what are you trying to, to tell me? No, 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 Ron. You have to understand. I'm so. I'm so what are you? What are you saying, Todd? Okay, Addy. She's she's coming, right? Of course, I mean, she of was course, late. Of I know course. she wasn't here when I got here, you're, you're and that, make, that was weird. This makes her feel worse if she's listening. Watch this lie to make a kid happy. Oh, my God, yes, of course she'll be here. Oh, great. Oh, Ron, I thought you meant like you were just mad she was late. I, w- I was mad that she was no, late, but, but no. I can get over it knowing that she's coming. <laughs> oh, my God. No, she's a disgusting pig. She's just not going to show up at all. No, she's just running super late. Okay. She'll definitely be here. I, oh my God, Ron, that's that's I mean feel to bad her. that I even thought that she wasn't gonna be oh, here. Can I do a play for you? And if you, the way you talk about is her life, can I be the star of the play playing her? Absolutely. Hi, I just don't show up to places, <laughs> even though people think I'm coming. I just decide it's all right not to go. Blackout. <laughs> <laughs> Is that who she is? You know, Ron, you're really getting me upset. Oh, shit. Who, who is this you speak of? Let me play you on, and we'll come back and discuss this. Oh, I get it. Oh, I'm Ron Funches. Todd's friend's Addy is a disgusting, careless pig. Of course she'll be here. But let's play you in. I'm the main Okay, man. everybody, show the respect. When, when somebody walks in the room with dignity, we stay... Did you want you go to that microphone? Maybe something uh, you could do fun. Hey, do you play the trumpet? Uh, I could probably figure it out. Well, next week really? I'm going to get a trumpet. Let's do this. Play this music. Go up to the mic. We're going to play. Ladies and gentlemen, can I put reverb in my mic? Can we do it right? We have a guest in front of us. His name is Ron Funches.
AJ, that was fucking perfect. Can you turn that bubble machine off? <laughs> I thought you'd never hear that before. That was fun to do for you. You know why? Seems like a real, like, you know, this is the good type of uh, ass kissing. You know, people go, oh, you're such an ass kisser. It's usually over, like, oh, you're, f-. now I'm saying, you really take bits in. People are like, relax, Todd. But you really do. <laughs> I love it. You were soaking that in. I loved it. I don't want to name names. But we've done a lot for these guests. And once in a blue moon, you get a person that comes in here, it's the, you can tell they don't care. <laughs> and I don't want to name names I feel like we could What, what did you want to say? I just loved it I would never had someone be so happy to see me yeah. What's this? Ron Funches Ron Funches Ron Funches Ron Funches Ron Funches Ron Funches Ron Funches. He's probably asleep. <laughs> Ron Funches. Ron Funches. Ron Funches. He has trouble with girls. Ron Funches. Ladies and gentlemen, we gather here today with Mr. Ron Funches, our guest on the Todd Glass Show. And we send him off a tribute salute as the military comedic intro that he deserves. (laughs) Showing up exactly at 7 o'clock punctual, only to prove that not only is he a funny gentleman, but he's a good businessman, which usually is the sign of success. We'll be back. <laughs> no, seriously, Ron, I want to talk to you. <laughs> Thanks for being. A- no, I don't want to do that. That would be mean. I was going to do something. I, sometimes I'm I'm bad that way. You know, it's funny when 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 somebody texts something or tweets something. I love my favorite tweet. I don't tweet back that often. Is you're bad. <laughs> Like, I have no sense of humor. You're bad, huh? Oh, you're bad. I love to do it to Rory Scovel the most because it, it's just whatever he tweets, I'm like, oh, you're bad. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Well, I have fun. You, know? Not, they, you can't spell Ron Funches without Funches. I don't without like fun. to tweet back. Hey, there's something in there. I tweet back to people if they're very negative. I just, I just like to just write back. Uh, oh, you seem like a fun person. Here we go. Another compliment. Hey, <laughs> uh, Jesus. I can only give the compliment of every time I do it, everybody in the room, we turn it into, instead of, you know, I take the pressure off Addie. Don't get started on her again. Don't get Is started. Is she here now? No, no, no. Oh, I heard For a minute, I forgot she was coming, but now I re- I'm totally excited. She's the one with the podcast. Guys. Two dope girls. Two dope girls. Guys. Two dope girls. Please, guys. Two dope girls shirt. Guys, guys. I would not look me in the eye. Mm-hmm. I swear to God that she'll be here. Todd, I have trouble. I swear with, to God. With male figures that have lied to me before, <laughs> so it's hard for me to trust. Look me but in I'm the looking, eye. I, this time, 
I wouldn't do it to you. Someone just doesn't not show. Are they late? Yes. But you're creating a monster that doesn't exist. Somebody calls and says, oh, my God, I'm so, so sorry. I'll be 10 minutes late. But, no, somebody just doesn't go, I just don't get to go. I don't want to go. So what am I going to do? Oh, it's a big privilege to get invited in the Todd Glass Show. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to set a 10-hour dissertation on why I couldn't go. Most people don't do that. Of course she'll be here. I'm sorry. Hey, Todd. I never doubted it. What? In her defense, I did leave it kind of open-ended when I asked. Well, now I feel stupid. I can't believe Jake is... Hi! I'm I'm Jake Adams. I will not tell important news that could totally change the perception of somebody until they're well into an hour of thinking them a dick. (laughs) Well, now it's not her that I want to make. Oh, Allie didn't do anything. She's sitting at home having a nervous, like going, I know they're comedically making fun of me, but Jesus, Allie, you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything. Jake over here. This pile of shit and you were right ron when you called me when i started working with him you said you. i have the message and you were crying we made fun of him for crying i will play the message you said be f- beware of this jake adams guy please leave a message after the tone hey todd uh this is ron um i normally don't do this i don't like to speak ill of anyone <laughs> And what you do with your business is your business. And I wish you all the success either way, but I hear you're going to start working with the Jake Adams. <laughs> and um, I've dealt with him before, and he's just, he's just he's bad news. I don't want to get into it. But he's not the type of guy you could trust. <laughs> Listen to me on this one, Tom. Now I, mean, it, I might feel right now. Let me try I'm glad that you kept it. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I save a lot of messages. You are uh, commendable. Uh, you are uh, unprecipitous. I don't know. That, you're okay. You, I don't know why that's got to be in there. <laughs> you, okay. I could have come up with okay without you, Pazoris. <laughs> you're super duper. Well-mannered, superior, you are... Would you read these, Tim? Because you have a better reader. I would like Ron Funches to, to know what he's like. If I, be, They'll be honest with me. I'm, I'm going to play a restaurant noise. Play a little restaurant noise. And you're going to play me. And someone at a restaurant, is, a girl that likes you, is going to go, what's this Ron Funches really like? This is Jake playing me. Seriously. If somebody said, hey, what's Ron Funches like? We're at a restaurant. You know how someone, they like you, maybe it's a girl, and she is not to be, I don't have to make it a sexist bit, but this girl, wow. <laughs> and she, it's like, fuck, are you shitting me? And she's funny. It's like, it's like, oh, what did they make her? In a, and, I, and she goes, what's that uh, Ron Funches like? And rich. And she loves your comedy. Okay. She works at HBO. Okay. President. She could make a star out of something. Oh, I got me a Gould situation. <laughs> yeah. and, she, and she goes to me. This is the, the way that I think of you. She goes, what's he like? I mean, I think he's funny. I'm, this is me at a restaurant telling her. You say, oh, you react to her. Hey, Nancy, I'll tell you what he's like. And this is him playing me. Whoa, oh, that Ron Funches? Oh, man. Oh, gee, Willikers. He is. Well, hold on. Don't make <laughs> it sound like a... 
Then why would you pick that character? Even jo- even to George Carlin, I'm serious. George Carlin, you have to make me sound like a moron. Well, gee, Wilkers, I'm going to that, that, that makes what I have to say not look as important. Like, oh, one step for mankind, one more step for the whole world. Well, no, well, you can do work on TV, come to do for real. Oh, I can't believe in the world where we just treat everybody. Hey, if someone likes you, like them. Who gives? You know, I don't understand. Well, what, what's so, so hard to understand, like another human being? Like, why don't we just, if there's other people on the planet, just figure that they're as smart and as rightful as you. <laughs> Every time you look at another fucking human being, just take for granted that they want the same peace that you want, and the world could fucking operate. Let a fucking peaceful place. You know? Seriously, but that's, what I just said is true, but from that guy. <laughs> I got carried away. I think I lost my mind. I've never been. I'm in a great place right now. Really. Oh, so you're playing me in the play. I got carried away. I, I got lost, and I'm nervous, and I don't know where I'm at. So go ahead. You're, I get we're, we're in a play. This goes, he's a hot girl that works at HBO, uh, or it could be a hot guy. I don't have to be sexist. <laughs> says, uh, hey, what's this Ron Funches? Hey, try to put on your acting voice. I know where this stemmed from. You read it in a shitty voice. I, I'm, I know what I'm doing here. I'm professional. <laughs> so, uh, seriously, Jake, make it a nice voice. I'm going to say to George Carr, which seems lame because you might be stopping one a bit you want to do, but I really want you to make me sound smart. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. not be able to, oh, now I'm nervous. because it's to now, George Conn, I will try to make oh, it sound smart, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. Well, let me tell you something. Here's what I, I mean, Here's what I mean smart. by smart. Oh, no, well, no, 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 not that. That's a parody of smart. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read these words to George Conn. I have a hard time reading them. So if you probably just try to read them your best, you're going to be better than me. Okay. I'm not looking where you're going to mess up because I'm looking no matter how much you mess up, it's a lot less than if I would. So I'm not throwing you this test in a very, like, dickish way, like, oh, make me sound smart. You know what making me sound smart is? You being who you are is going to make me look smart. Does that make sense? Thanks. You're welcome. Jesus, Ron, these kids, it's fucking hard. You know, it's like his mom calls me up. I throw him a bone, tell him you're proud of him. I told you years ago. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Hey, what's this? I'll be, how do you want me to be the executive? Do you want me to be the executive? What's this Ron Funches like? I know he's funny, but how is he as a person? He is commendable. Oh, I like that. Ingratiating. That's a good quality. Unpresumptuous. Really? Okay. Wow, okay. Well, that's, that's, that'll. <laughs> what the fuck? By the way, folks, it really says okay on there to George Carlin. That, that stops a bit, that type of comedy that's funnier than the bit we're doing. Okay. That should have been put in there by one of us. Like, oh, what if in the midst of all these words there was okay? No, it, it's okay. I can come up with okay. I mean, I'm not sorry. I didn't mean, do we, do we pay for this thesaurus service? <laughs> Fuck. Well, he sounds like a nice guy. <laughs> that bit was horrible. Here's what I'd like to do. Hold on. Let me take a drink. Come on. Stop playing that. Oh, thank you. Can we play our new show song? I'd li- Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. No, I changed my mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, technically, to be honest, and we do make the rules, once you say 
You know, no. If you don't want to hear it, I totally understand. I will not be offended at all. I want. I want to hear. Ron and Todd never talked after that. <laughs> the legendary Todd. Todd saying he didn't mind it if he didn't let him play his jingle. The truth of the matter is, those jingles meant the world to Todd. And that night when Ron said he didn't want to hear it, Todd never got over it. You know, Ron did everything from giving him a part on his new show, leading. But still, Todd held on to the grudge of the infamous. <laughs> Todd could never even remember why he was mad. <laughs> so much time I've had. Oh, God, Addie. If Addie was here, I'm oh, sorry. Addie, yeah, she's oh, Addie, no, she's, she's not here. <laughs> You're, I can't no, we still have time left. She has time to make it still. Yeah, Can I tell you, hope. even though the Jake. I like to give someone. He's probably right. Like he's. He, I to George Carlin. I'm being serious. He probably left it open ended, right? And then I'm doing this bit. But the truth is, I still think it's funny to overly like act like we're still mad at her, even though we're not. I know people go, Todd. Of course you're not. Wait, what if I'm high and I'm speaking like I'm? T- Did I just say anything? I didn't. Oh my god. <laughs> Hello, operator. Operator. I heard some pot can make you not tell the truth. I try to get over. Oh, no, there's nothing. Everything's fine. Okay, listen. I have a treat for everyone. I don't Okay, listen. Addy, don't worry about it. I should send her a and tell her how. No, I can't believe it. Look at. Okay, let's. Here we go. I have so much to get. What time is it? Don't tell me it's 9.30. It's 8.30. God damn it. It just goes so quick. Hmm. I don't know why I thought Ron singing along with Perry Como with tons of reverb in his voice might be fun. <laughs> but, uh, we can't make this happen. And when I say reverb, hold on, before you play Perry Como and before you get your reverb dial, <coughs> reverb dial set, when I say a lot of reverb, the type that's going to make him have fun, not the type, oh, I can't hear what he's saying. Le- people don't get to have fun with reverb like they used to. <laughs> and you're going to play Perry Como. Hey, by the way, here's... Before I do this, you got to tell me one thing. Okay. If nothing comes to you, just listen to it and be high. Okay. I but either way, I want this to be enjoyable for you. That's okay. all I've ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I never played the opening to the show. What do you think we should do? The bit I was just setting up with you. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Keep okay. going. I, I love how that came out and then pot came out of your mouth. Thanks. <laughs> Play it up. You gotta bring Think of people that are high listening to the show right now. They, they had a good... Now, talk to high people. What, what would they want to hear? I hope your day and was your heart is in a haze. <laughs> I'll haze your dither and had to work and you couldn't get high. That's what I hate the most. It's <laughs> <laughs> when you got to do things. I like it most of my job. I get to be high even still. But even then, I have to show some restraint. And that's different. If I have to do an audition and I have to be like, oh, I have to wait three hours or I can only smoke sativas and no indica. It's difficult. But now's the time for you to just relax. Have fun. Enjoy the styles of top glasses. It's all positivity here. 
know the world can be a negative place, but this is a safe zone. <laughs> Just love and light. Fun times. Did you know Sailor Moon is back? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you know what you do in moments like this, ladies and gentlemen? You celebrate the fun you just had. I'm not stupid. <laughs> if you can. Our guest is Ron Funches. We'll be back. No. After all that, you still come back. They're trying to fool you this show. You know, they're like, hey, listen, I got to do a station identification, so I hope you don't mind, but I hate to do it to you. Oh, Ruin's a good show, but this is just a sponsor. <laughs> so we'll be right back right after this. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show, and we'll be back right after this message. Uh, from As a young boy, Aristotle dreamed of being a sound engineer for the Todd Glass Show. And now that dream is a reality. Our guest is Ron Funches. We'll be back with him right after his station identification. We'll be back with our guest, Ron Funches. The Todd Glass Show, ladies and gentlemen. You can't help but loving the fuck out of it. We'll be back right after this. The Todd Glass Show on the Nerdist Network. Ah. Well, if you've got a problem, don't care what it is. If you need a hand, I can assure you this, I can help. I've got two strong arms, I can help. It would sure do me good to do you good. Let me help. Okay, now there's the song, but do you have Joe's? I think I probably do, yeah. Okay, Joe made one, but that was Lynn's. Halfway through, I'm like, wait, that's the original one. We've played. We'll be fine. We'll be back with you. We're going to have a lot of fun. These, are, I got to get, I got to yeah. play these. It's like, you know, the guy, Chris Hardwick, I'm fucking being <laughs> God forbid. Sometimes I get into the guest. I don't want to play the, the jingles because it's like I'm having fun with the guest, and the guest is sitting there not doing anything. Oh, the message that I get from Chris Hardwick. Where the fuck you play your jingles? That's no, all know. people care about. That's what Chris Hardwick thinks. He's and it's sad. And yeah. I like him, too. He goes, they want to hear your jingles and your opinion. I go, I know, but sometimes I'm having a thing. With he goes, yeah, you, you get your guess, but you feather in your goddamn jingles. He's a monster. I got a call this morning. He wants 80% more jingles in the show. And you, why would you lie about that? You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. All over the America. That's right, we'll be back with Ron Funches as our guest. Ron Funches on the Todd Glass Show. If you need a podcast, don't know what to play. Tune into the Nerdist, 9 o'clock Friday, Todd Glass Show. After Mark Mayer. 
I like that Aristotle's dancing. Somebody should do it's something around. It's number one. The association proves. It's true. If you listen to Todd Glass, you'll never have a blues. No, that's Todd true. Show. I mean, you know, He's I wish. Where's Addy? I can't believe it. Sure do, do you good? To do you do background noise? I could never sing, but I could sing over his song. Ruining the lyrics, he took so much time to write. Don't forget Tom Martin, he needs to hear his name. You'll hear it every so often of a soundboard band by Jay. Maybe we did play this. Hold on, pause it. I think I did play it last week. Well, I feel bad. You know, Lyricist Joe makes these, and I'm like, I don't think we played it. I play them every week. It's all I have to live for. It's all I have to live for, these jingles. You know, when the story gets told, and they go, what did Todd Guest really care about? People go, all he cared about was uh, Lyricist Joe's jingles. They had nothing to live for after that. And they would just sit around, and it was sad. You'd go over his house late at night. He, he always turned it off when you got in there. <laughs> but... Uh, Ron, it's a NPR style. Ron Funches tells a story about when the, at the end of Todd's career, all he did was listen to his own jingles. <laughs> Todd was just a uh, shell of himself at that point. <laughs> uh, he had become so engrossed in jingles and, and basically his own fleeting fame uh, that he would only listen to jing- his own jingles 24 hours a day and you could only speak to him in jingles. <laughs> you wanted to ask him a question, you, you just had to be like, Todd Glass, will you go out of your house and take a shower, please? Wait, do we have that music about um, let it all hang out? What if this is how you end up having to talk to me? I don't know. I hope I'm sending this in the right direction. Todd only reacted to jingles. No, maybe not. Eh, maybe, maybe it didn't. Thank God for the music, though. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be sitting up Shit's Creek. <laughs> I I thought this bit could tie into the last bit to George Carr, and I really did, but I could. But play it. I will go just a different direction. Hey, baby, you like this music? You like a lot? Hey, do you like a lot of reverb in your voice? Oh, I love reverb. Oh, well, my friend over here has got a lot of reverb. Oh, That's well. right. Hey, my other friend over there, you think he looks cool? He seems real nice. Yeah, I heard he plays the trumpet and shit. Yeah. <laughs> And over here, my friend, you know Jake Adams? Oh, I don't like that guy. <laughs> Good motherfucking callback, son of a motherfucker. I almost felt bad for Jake because I thought, no, this is a different bit. But then I started enjoying it right now. <laughs> I really did. I went, no, Jake loves, uh, you know, <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> By the way, I'm half serious. I just came to me, Ron Funch. <laughs> but a second ago, if you would have needed the answer right then with a gun to my head, I might have panicked and been, been dead right now. <laughs> Everything, everything's fine. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our guest tonight. With a trumpet 
Salute of thanks <laughs> to giving the comedic community something decent. As we all know, Ron Funches wouldn't like to consider himself even a decent comedian. <laughs> so hard on himself over the years. <laughs> that is why we here tonight salute him with the salute of the trumpet. Sound of excellence. He is the president, equivalent of a intro, even in the middle of the show. We welcome back to show our appreciation of his graces in an evening with Holy Addie was here. Oh. But she is not. But we put a smile on our face and we go back to celebrating Ron Funches with his. Yay! That was a lot of fun. It was. I like that one. I try to get my money out of the trumpet player because these guys charge you whether they play or not. (laughs) He would love to sit over there on his fat ass. He said to me, I go, Sorry, I didn't use you. He goes, That's all right. And I'm like, Hello? He's like, I'm like, Wait a second. Are you sleeping? He painted a smiley face on a napkin. I saw him tying off in the bathroom. He's like, Oh, it's great. Hey, did you? Uh, did we sing to Perry Como? Yes. Yeah, we did. Hey, what do you say? Me and you go on the street one day this week. We bring a micro. <laughs> <laughs> we bring a microphone. We ask people. You ask, then I ask. We say, uh, "Hi, we're working in a re- uh, for." We make up a show just relationships. You know, mm-hmm. we're, uh, we're hi. We're doing an interview about relationships. Can we ask you a quick question? Is fucking cheating? <laughs> and see what people say. Is fucking cheating? But you always start off nice. Yes, I just wanted to ask a question. We're asking a question basically about marriages and couples and different types of... Is, uh, so our question, is fucking cheating? Because they're going to go, what? Yes, fucking cheating. In a relationship, is fucking cheating. They won't know how to answer. Because what they expect is kissing cheating. Or you know what I mean? Like, is f- yes, fucking's cheating. That's all we're asking. So that's an idea. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if we have to do it necessarily. Um, do you guys want me, and I want you to be honest with me. Okay. A deep, please. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, now, because I like to sing on the show, and there are some emails occasionally that are positive about me singing. And I really don't even want to sing, I swear to you. I was like, for me, it's like, okay, I'm tired. But do you want me to sing? No. I can't hear you. No, definitely not. No. Well, you don't have to be Give a dick sense, about yeah. it with reverb. Okay, look, this is not going to be like we've done this before in the show. Yeah. I'm going to listen to the feedback. Okay, Over cool. there, Let's if you could on. yell nice. All right, well, let me ask everybody. I don't know. Maybe somebody else wants to hear me sing. I don't give oh, a okay. shit. I don't I'm even sorry. give a fuck. It's like, you know what? I'm almost like, we shouldn't even do it. Cause yeah, I'd be, I agree. I'd probably be happier not to well, do, do it. I mean, Aristotle gave some feedback. Do you think I should sing? No, don't worry about it. Well, don't worry about it. I don't mind if you want me to. It sounds like you want me to if I'm not worried about it. Well, if it's not a trouble and I'm not worried, it sounds like somebody's begging me to sing over there. <laughs> I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Why don't you just make it simpler, cutie? Hey, hey, Tootsie, the guy's so demeaning that you're winning that he's. Hey, sweet tits. <laughs> Why don't you just tell me without your long, drawn out, whatever you were talking, complaining about girl shit? Why don't you tell me whether you'd like to hear me sing or not? Because I could give a fuck about all the fluff. You want me to sing or not? We're good. It sounds like I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like we're good, but we'd rather be great. I'll sing for you. I'll sing for you. No. If you want me to sing, I'll sing for you. 
No. Do you want? I don't understand. I don't read between the lines. No what? No fucking way or just no? All right. How about you, Jake? I thought two inches was enough, but if you need to know, yeah, no. I'm, I'm almost well, You don't have to worry about hurting my know. feelings. If you want me to sing, I'll sing. Why would he be worried about hurting his feelings if he's saying no? I broke character. I'm back to the bit. <laughs> um, do you want me to, though? I wasn't trying to hurt your feelings, just I don't want you to sing. I don't know how else to say that. Well, if you want me to sing, I'm not going to care. I'll do it for you. You've been a friend to me. JJ, how about you? We you could like, still be friends. How after. about JJ? Did you, you guys th- ever think about? Right. By the way, I'm not singing. If it makes everybody happy, but Good. I just want to oh, make great. great. Well, I'd like great. to just ask you to the way you feel, even though I'm not singing. The, the, just so you think I'm yeah, not a sick shit. fuck. The, the, I get the majority rules. The majority. Yeah. I'm just asking the final two because I'm fucking. Maybe it's narcissistic of me. But I think some people do like this to hear it sometimes. JJ, you have a musical. You went to musical college. He tries to butter him up. I mean, you have a really funny. Can I tell you, and I don't like to tell this to the, 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 the trumpet players. Seriously, you're better. And I don't want to hurt their feelings because they're super talented too. But me and Jake were talking about it. Jake first, he said he thought the others were better. Meanwhile, I'm completely twist the story. But I said, no, this guy, J.J., has got a real, you know, I can tell, like, if somebody in five years said to me, hey, remember that guy, J.J., that used to play for you? He plays for this band, or he's in this. I'd be like, yeah, I fucking knew it then. Oh, my God. I mean, I go, I go to bat for you. And the rest of these son of a I mean, Chris Hardwick said he's not worth it. I don't care. A trumpet player. I'll give him $5. They should shut the fuck up. But I go to bat for you, dude. So, But anyway, I don't, here's the thing. And I hope you understand the reason I told you all that. I don't want you to let, but I want to know if you want me to sing or not. I don't want you to be like, oh, Todd just complimented me. So now I got to, fu- no, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking man. Do you want me to sing? Don't be nice. I don't give a fuck. No. What, do you feel funny to say yeah in front of everyone? But anyway, now Ron, I can't just sing for you, so good. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't care I know you say good I'm not singing So if everybody wants to just know Let's all But just Did you want me to? Absolutely not I really do Do you think it's like a big to. deal? If you had a wish And that And, and, yeah. and I, I love the wish si- that you would not sing <laughs> <laughs> if, well, I had, if I had one wish Like, it was like not even three Here's like, I would waste that one wish on you not saying Overworld hunger. Overworld hunger. Because I feel like, I mean, who am I to, to like mess up the way the world works? But if I can stop a, a real threat in my everyday life, like you singing, what time that's where it? my wishes go. This is, uh, I want to end the show. <laughs> I mean, we didn't mean to hurt you. Are you being a silly a little? I mean... I just thought you wanted to hear the truth. You, you, well, no. here's what I'll do then, and I can't do more than this. I'll do it. I'll do a little bit of the song. No, it's okay, Todd. I'll do it. I think for you guys, you deserve it. So let me get to the we mic. Don't deserve it. Hold on. Let me. Uh, hold on. You Can don't have to this? get up at all. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you want me put me through the house so everyone can hear me? I guess everybody wants no. me to sing. It seems like. No, I, I mean, everybody. Hello. So. We took a break, and it seems like people want to hear me sing. Can you guys, can you go over to the drums, and you'll give the hits? Like, you know what I mean? It seems like everybody wants me to. And I'm being honest. I'm not. I'll get fired if I don't. Ron, honestly, I'll I'll get fired if I don't press it, so I'm I'm sorry. Like, 
Okay. I, gotta, I, gotta I can't hear what everybody's saying. I just have the music coming. I have to play so stupid. Yeah. Here we go. Can you put... Hey guys, I'm going to key in the fact that I can't hear. Can you... Can you, can you <laughs> I need... By the way, guys, don't fuck the music. Can you go over there to the trumpet? <laughs> don't fuck the trumpet. <laughs> He's putting a lot of effort into this right now. Uh, it's like there's so many... He's getting Hello, the trumpet player. It seems like he's really going to do this no hits. matter what. It's not like, my fault that I suck. I'm relying on YouTube to, to, to make this sound. He has to do with sound check? <laughs> yeah, play, motherfucker. Okay, now listen. Okay, he's back. Here's what I would do if I was the director. Mm-hmm. Yes, Todd? You want to hear Todd sing, so when you talk, you still hear him sing. <laughs> As the director. <laughs> I love you. Because <laughs> that's either, oh, God. Okay? <laughs> that's Of course that's me as the director. Yeah, you don't want to cut him off in the song. Meanwhile, the, right, the better direction is, uh, yeah, you barely hear him. But meanwhile, no, for my movie. You know, you subtly, you want to hear him because even in a funny way, he's worth listening to. Here we go. I have different voices. Hold on, hold on. I'm not even joking around. To George Carlin, I want to. I've never done this. I always forget. Hello, hello. We're gonna take your call three six five forty one hundred. Dating advice. We're gonna take calls about dating from our listeners. That's after this. We do that bit. <laughs> hello. I wanted to plug it. Hello, hello. No, never know. Oh, yeah. This is the voice I use. Sure. No. Some people, this is just, I have a little effect on my voice. You might have heard it, but I think this is going to be pretty good. Here we go. And, guys, I'll give you a hit. Let's practice. Pause it. Pause it. Let's practice hits. You'll have my hand up in the air. We didn't even want him to sing, and now he's practicing. Guys, all I hear you, uh, I'm I'm singing as quick as I can. Just relax. He may pretend what he hears is you. Why isn't he singing already? Okay, here we go. One, two, three. God damn it, if you can do it that way every time, we could travel together. But I think, Aristotle, you're the weakest link. <laughs> God damn it, I love him. Just when I felt like, oh, that sounded so mean, I don't even like it in a bit. It's true. <clears throat> Here we go. Okay, let's get through it. Never know how much I love you. Never know how much I don't like this thing. Hold on. Let me start over. Hello? Hello? Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn the music off. It just wasn't just you Hello. Who didn't like it, by the way. Hello? <laughs> I have to go back to the delusional character. The only way I get to sing is if I sell this delusional character well. And I have to commit to it to make it worth hearing my god awful voice. So I return to this character. No, if you guys I want like me to sing, character. if you guys want me to sing, I'll sing. Listen, you guys don't have to be shy. I know sometimes because I'm very professional, you guys get uncomfortable. But let me just find a good voice here. The reason I know voices is because I do this for a living. I knew that didn't sound good because I'm like I'm not one of those people you see on American Idol. Oh, is that good? Oh, I hear it. Hello. We what do you think of that? Hello. Hello. Never know how much I missed you. No Never problem. know how much I tried. What do you think of that? Is that good? Be honest. 
Use this. Oh, yeah. Never know how much. I, now that, you yeah, you want to hear more of my voice, I Yeah, think. take away the music. Hello? Yeah, that's what this yeah. song needs. Hello? Yeah, use whichever Hello? button you want. Whichever Hello? button you want is going to be fun. Never know how much I miss you. Never know how much I tried. Okay, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's much better. Here we go. I'll do it a lot of ways. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm still not positive about this. Never know how much I love you. I never know how much I care. When you put your arms around me, I get a fever that's. Later in my career, I could barely say. I'm tired of this bit. I'm sorry. That's a lot of work to make everybody do for a piece of shit. I like. So you can shut I know the music that you up. wanted us to not like it, but I really liked no, it. No, no, Ron, don't be this. It. Ron, I'm not a, an old lady in an old age home. I loved it. It was fun stuff. It was moody. Moody, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's moody. Let it all hang out. We had a bit like that where you let it all hang out, man. Everybody, let it all hang out. Sure. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, oh, here's the thing. You think uh, this is the bit where nah, I don't know if this is stupid or not. <laughs> I say, can I ask you a question? You go off on a tangent because you think I want to marry you. <laughs> and you go, no, no. And then I go, eventually I go, no, 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 no. But I think the longer you yeah, sell it, fun. the better. And yeah. then eventually I go, um, no, 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 Ron. I just wanted to. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Can I, uh, can I ask you a question? Oh, not this again. I know. I mean, I know what you're going to say, Todd. I've been through this before. I've had other friends that I've been close with, and we hung out with, and we had fun, and smoked pot, and did beds, and they confuse it. They, I know it gets confusing. Uh, we're both handsome. I understand that. That we're both fun to be around. I enjoy my time with you. I want to continue to have fun times with you, Todd. I promise you that. No matter what I'm about to say, however you feel about this, I still want to be your friend. But what are you talking about? Todd, I know where you're going to go with this. What, what do you think? Don't, oh, don't. don't. I mean, hey, I know it's easy to get afraid when you know the answer is not what you want to hear. <laughs> you want to back off now like you don't want to ask the question. <laughs> but you asked the question. I want to give you the answer. I want to be honest so we can keep having this friendship. Yeah, Ron, I wanted to know if you could stay till 930. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that's it. <laughs> yeah, you, need, you know what it is? That bit needed an outro. By the way, this is just a station identification. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but uh, we want to celebrate. That was a funny bit we celebrated. My gal has got two eyes of blue and curls of brown. She always makes me smile when I am feeling down. Whenever I am with her, I just grin like a clown. Because my gal's pussy is the small... Uh, you know what? Don't. <laughs> Seriously, is this the I fucking show I have? This is embarrassing in yeah. front of company. I have a dignified show. I'm, I'm, I, people think of me in the comedic community uh, with, with uh, regard. I'm looked up to when I walk into a room. I can't be dropping shit sound effects. God damn it, I'm a national treasure. I'm a national treasure. Have some fucking dignity. Stand with your chest high. I'm Todd fucking Glass. Hallelujah.
of money yet, but you know, I'm happy. <laughs> Just when I get nervous, when I get a massage, I listen to this. I know it's stupid. I get a massage, I lay down, and I play this in my ear. Oh, 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 oh. The dumbest guy in the world telling you how he relaxes. Oh, you got to get this uh, CD. It helps me relax. Oh, oh. Just puts me right to sleep. I, and after, I have sex with my wife as we listen. And we listen to that. I listen. Um... Do you get a lot of massages, Todd? <laughs> I, I'm not, not a lot, but I get What's enough. I'm lot? comfortable. Because I want to get... Two I'm, a day. Two a day is a lot. That oh, is, is that a lot? lot? I don't know. I've lived a very extravagant life. <laughs> a a very, I don't know what's fancy anymore. You t- can I tell you some things that I do? Will you tell me? Because I think I'm starting to lose touch, even with some of this podcast money not mixed you. in with some of my... Would you tell me? Like, I'll tell you my day. Ron, yeah, sure. yeah, i got to look me in the eye here, and thank God I have a safe word on the show. Do you swear to God Absolutely. that you are going to be honest with me? Absolutely. Whew. This is a reality check for me. Um... So I gotta tell you, like I'll tell you my day. Do you promise? Have I lost touch? Todd, I'm, yes, absolutely. Because you know what it is? No one thinks they lose touch. You're watching television one night, and someone tells a story about. I'm gonna tell you my. Okay, so I get up in the morning, mm-hmm. and I have some people that carry me to a shower. Of course. Oh, that's normal. That's totally normal. Oh. Totally normal. We all, a lot of people do that. And then uh, <laughs> people hold me up and bathe me. Yeah. And then they put me on a stretcher and feed me eggs and food. They just I lay there sideways as with a special tool. They funnel it into my mouth so I don't have to so I don't have to like, oh, I'm going to get up and walk to the kitchen and sit down and have to, you know, sometimes right after a shower, you know, you yeah, want to lay there yeah, and they put hot towels over you. The minute you get out of the shower, what happens is they lay three hot uh, blankets over me mm-hmm. so I can dry. And then, they, and then they have scrambled eggs and ham and sausage, all fresh or ingredients, ingredients from Whole Foods, and they shovel it into my mouth on a side yeah. shovel. Yeah. Is that different? No, it's like called the lazy esophagus, right? Like oh, my God. Thing. I start to that's think. That's a service. You're the worst friend I could have, by the way, because you're just as lazy. You have, no, no. This is a n- very normal life. Then yeah. I uh, I know some people think this might sound gluttonous, but uh, I vomit so I can eat more. I don't like this bit. <laughs> I don't like the bit. What do, what do, I, do you want to go see a Frank Sinatra? It's not a real Frank Sinatra, but he sings. He's really good, this guy. Yeah. Some, some, once in a blue moon, I'm not going to lie, forgets the lyrics. So some, his, his, but people still go see him because they love him. But once in a blue moon, he, uh, he repeats a lyric sometimes. But he's still great. That sounds worth it. You can't even tell when he's doing it because the song's so good. So. This bit is, for this bit, it's just a guy. It's not Frank Sinatra. But I use him as an example. <laughs> well, I think I'm going Put some reverb in it. Maybe pretend we're sitting in the studio right now. We're in the front yes, row of the, the theater. We're in the theater. More reverb. Tons. Too much. You. Thank you. I know what I'm fucking doing. Over you. That's right. Jake, can you fucking believe this? I want you. Want you to want me. I need you so badly, can't think of anything but you. This is unbelievable. He's looking at you. Ron, he recognizes you. He recognizes you. Out of my head, over you. Ron, folks, you. Day and night, night and day, night and day, and 
This is the way the song is. Uh, okay. Oh, yes. Uh, when they have those long summers. That's what my friend told me. Oh, so he's just going through it every day in the month. Yeah. Now, now, this is a piece of art we're listening to. This is like Mitch Hedberg if he was Frank Sinatra singing the rendition of the year. Exhausted. <laughs> So, I wanted to hear it more. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> Don't say that. It's fucking cheating. Hi, I'm Ron Funches. It's fucking cheating. Hi, I'm Ron Funches, and I represent um, uh, uh, too, 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 uh, too Lazy to Date. I can't. <laughs> too, that sounds uh, like something I'd represent. Undateable. 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 Yeah, I bet you'd be getting a lot of... I don't even want to make jokes. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I don't, what time is it? Okay, so yeah, we will we will do this. So there's one last question I want to ask you before we say, I just want to know because I know how long that takes. I have them till nine twenty. <laughs> Don't think you're getting out early. Oh, everyone <laughs> thinks. Oh, this. They everyone knows the bit I'm about to do with you is maybe three four minutes. And they're like, Oh, Ron's gonna get out of here at nine fifteen. No, you'll <laughs> be staying as long as I can possibly keep you. Uh, it's like a, even if it's like a murder hostage situation. No, I like it here. That's what I would do. I would be if I was in a part in a movie i'd trap people and make them hang out with me 24 hours a day doing bits That's against nice. their will <laughs> all right here you motherfuckers who did it first aristotle. Hey, by the way we have this is being recorded right aristotle aristotle goes oh my ride's here no, I, oh, no, no, no. is that that's, the same one all right i tried to fool you <laughs> <laughs> hold on this this my rides here thing is getting carried away because now i really get into it two times what we were setting up for the show and i mean the tent that we do this out here in the Ringley's Brothers tent, our show. Uh, no, two times when we were getting ready for the show, he heard a siren, and I didn't even. I I believe now it's a muscle of co- a tool. When the when you hear a siren, I know it's the dated joke, obviously, but that's why it's funny at this point. You, whoever says it is sharper at that moment, and always <laughs> treat it as a fucking yes. It's real. Every time you're with your friends, if somebody else says my ride's here before you can. You should get intense about it. You should be like, shut the fuck up. Because today, casually, two times, it's not like I was, right then you were all together. That's something to be proud of. You were, you were all a second away. He says it before I even think, oh, I'm a half a second away. But it's a half a second. I do nothing. <laughs> nothing. I sit there and he goes, my ride's here. Yeah, you win, motherfucker. You're better. The comedy is a tool. It should be like when you, hit, when you pitch a ball. If someone pitches that ball you know, one mile an hour quicker than you, that they're better. To give it an honest breakdown, I thought I heard it, and then I saw Jake's face, and I was like, I, I did fucking hear it. Wow, well, you're then a Julia, cheater. Julia said it. A cheater. We have a cheater amongst I'm just, us. I'm just saying no, we have a cheater. It's just my name is Hi, I'm more. a cheater. So Julia gets no points, but, you know, she Before we... And I'm just letting everybody else catch up. That's why. Thank I, you. Oh. I believe you. Well, here's what I'd like to do before we do our last question. I, I always end the show with a question. Okay. Before the show, to George Carlin... To mm-hmm. George Carlin, um, Aristotle would not stop talking about how much he loved uh, tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Now, I had to go over there and steal a tomato for this bit because, God forbid, he ate them all. <laughs> and every – to George Carlin, he goes, oh, I love tomatoes. He's eating them, eating them. And I think, of course, I think of a joke. Now, I go to tell uh, 
um, Jake to get the wedding music ready. And right away, here's what I think. We're going to have Ron Funches have the ceremony, and he's going to marry a tomato. Okay. And the more he said he loved tomatoes to George Garland, the more I thought he deserves this. Because, <laughs> he, oh, I love tomatoes. Well, guess what? We're going to have a real ceremony. Now I think of myself, I think they did something like that on Sarah Silverman. And you know what I say to myself? That's okay. We'll do it, too. It's, it's good they think like we do. <laughs> but it's not like I'm putting it on TV. Then you don't want to do it. But in a podcast, you still get to do it. But after I thought about it, I thought, I think they did. Like Sarah said, she fell in love with something, and, and then she married it, which that's why I think she's funny. <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, we, I want to do it right here. I want to have a marriage for you and your tomato. But in all fairness, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Sarah. I'm really not because I love her to death. They did it like a joke. I get it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a joke. So I think, you know, I'd like you to marry him. I need you to make this very quick because yeah. then I have a question to ask for you. Sure. And we're, it's 9-11. Right? I'm, I'm gonna, very yeah. aware of the time. <gasps> it's 9-12. So <laughs> would you marry them as a uh, – as a? And, 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 yeah. and I'm not kidding, Aristotle. I'm not joking around. Say something nice. When he asks you, would you, would you the uh, Aristotle, like to say something to your tomato that you want to marry? And the tomato wants – We'll say, does the tomato have anything to say? We understand it's not going to be anything that's said. It's an energy in the air. Maybe some people can hear the energy, but it's one of those energies with so much reverb, you know, it's just the tomato. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like when we ask Aristotle, you're going to say, would you like to marry this tomato? I want you to say something nice. Say it from your heart. Don't try to make a joke. What do you really feel about tomatoes? And then when we ask the tomato, I don't know what's going to happen. I know, all I know is when a tomato, if it's really the energy of the tomato, it's very, it has a ton of, it sounds almost echoey. So if we hear that, then we'll know it's the tomato. Don't just do it. I don't want someone to do the voice. Yeah, of course. Wait, am I marrying the tomato? You're either going to be Aristotle. You're here. Why wouldn't you be you and the tomato would be the tomato? Why would you play the tomato? No, no, no I thought Ron was marrying the tomato. He is marrying the tomato. Then why am I? I'm officiating. Why are you? What? He's officiating it, but you'll have something to say. Would you? Those would two you, special oh, words. You never been to one of those weddings where they have their? They don't. They read out. They say something from their heart, like not not a passage of the Bible. They go, and you have a little something ready, and you have something to say to the tomato, and then the tomato will have something to say to you. You say, you know, when I met you, tomato, I thought you were. You make it real. You don't have to make it like say you were a good vegetable, but then I fell in love with you. Tell the real story. <laughs> Seriously, you, you, there is a story, and it's about a tomato. We're humanizing the tomato, but don't think about it that way. Just talk to the tomato if it's the tomato. Oh, I'm exhausted. Okay, so um, do we have any music ready? Can I play the tomato? Meaning I just don't say anything. Well, no, because Ron Funches, I think, not that we want to give it away, he might play the tomato. <laughs> uh, I don't know who. All I know. <laughs> not that we all, I, all I know. I was just not going to say anything. I say well, it as a joke. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, so listen. Do you have any wedding music? And if you don't have it, just ready. Don't even bother playing it if you don't have anything. Oh, 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 I just have it. Really, don't act like I'm stupid. You know, it takes a little while to get it sometimes. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up! I was wrong. Do you want to do live trumpet with this? Sure, he doesn't. <laughs> he goes, nah, it's better with just the, not the, the, the goodness of it in the room. I love, play, turn the music off. I know what JJ's doing over there. Hey, do you think it would be better with live trumpet? Like, when do we get to see live trumpet? 
He goes, no, it's better with just the pre-recorded. And, <laughs> and I have a musical ear, so I know. We're like, oh, we all listen to him. We're like, better without it. Like, that lazy fuck. I really do. When he looks at me, he goes, better without it. Sometimes he'll lip. Because sometimes it is better from the play along. I get it. He goes, no, no, it's better without it. And then he goes back. <laughs> Why do I have to do bits? Not everything's a joke. All right, so... Uh, would you please marry them and make? Uh, you, have to, you have to make it like a minute. So yeah, go yeah. Ahead, play the music as they walk in. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to witness the marriage of two special people. People together bonded through love, who found each other found each other through trials, through the womb and from the vine <laughs> to get together in love. We're here to witness the marriage of young Aristotle and this beautiful Roma tomato. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. Seriously. This is a beautiful day. Beautiful event. And I'm, for one, I'm just lucky to be a part of this. Now I understand that the two of you I've decided to forego traditional vows and have written your own marriage vows, which I find quite beautiful. So, Aristotle, would you like to begin? I just, I just want to say that I love... Be serious. I love you, Tomato. I mean, I've been, I've been eating you since I was a kid. My aunt's been telling me stories since I was little that I used to eat tomatoes like apples. And I'd have just red rings around my mouth for days from just eating so many goddamn tomatoes. And I just, I, I don't even know how else to express to you that I love you so much, so juicy. Just taking that first bite and that little pop of flavor of just that citrusy, sweet, so good. Those are beautiful words. Such that I, I'm left all strong. Now... If there's anything that you would like to say, young beautiful Roma Tomato. Aristotle. This is real. You make me so happy. Other people love me for the things I can do for them, being a paste, being a sauce. But you love me just as myself. I remember the day we met and you didn't put any salt on me. <laughs> no pepper. It's true. To you George Carlin. You me just as I am. By the way, I gotta stop. To George Carlin, what you're saying is true. He doesn't put pepper, he doesn't put salt. He just loves clean. So what you're saying is actually aficionating, or if that's the right word, this, you're consummating this. What you're saying is true. <laughs> I know it's a tomato, but continue. <laughs> Listen, thank you very much. We want to say thank you. For, we have our, we have our, we, by the way, I, never, I, this is, could be the most fun. I feel so great right now. I feel really, I feel fun. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, here's what I want to do. First of all, thank everybody for coming by. Um, it's, look, Addy is, looks like it's not, it looks like Addy's, what's wrong? She's not, it looks yeah, like Addie might, not, point, be, yeah, she probably might not be able she to. She might not be able to be here. But I don't want you to off the air, and I'm only saying this because I want 
to be able to defend you so she knows that if there's any animosity off of this show, I need to express to her what's going on in here. She is not a wretched whore, okay? She's not a wretched whore. She's a, a very nice, funny person. Hmm. Uh, sex not important. She's a funny person who just didn't make it to the show. She's not a wretched whore. She's somebody who not, okay, she loves the show. She listens to the show. Um, excuse me. I like things that I don't get to go to. That doesn't mean I want that person thinking I don't love them. I have so many comedians I'm such in awe of. And then somebody goes, do you want to go see their show? And I don't end up going. And I'm like, I should have fucking gone. It doesn't mean she's not a dirty, disgusting, unnecessary pig. Does okay? It, not, it doesn't not mean No, that. you guys need to be fair, not judgmental. I just feel like people should know their priorities. Well, I got to ask you one last question. <laughs> it's so mean. <laughs> I got to ask you one last question as we say. Oh, first of all, thank you. Thank Here's you. my last question I like to ask you. Do you mind if – oh, geez. Do you, I should have asked this off air if you want what it said. Do you mind if I get serious with you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm open to it. Oh, sure. Now, you, uh, you're in a relationship, right? Yeah. Is it good? Is it going good? Um, yeah, it's going really good. Oh, jeez. Am I prying too much? Um, no. No, no. If I am, tell me. Sometimes I... I, I I'm I, actually I, kind of glad you asked because it's like... I mean, there's been some issues. Oh, can I ask you something? Yeah. You, uh... <laughs> you fucked that shit? <laughs>
Good night. Now leaving Nerdist.com.